In a high-tech world where people have ever-increasing courage to sit behind a screen and dole out opinions without consequence, comes three heroes prepared to fight back through the safety of our microphones and digital airwaves. You've got one star for us? Well, we've got three stars for you. Here comes Three Stars Podcast, ready to dish it out. You're going to cry. <laughs> I'm not a dick. Don't put shit in a puddle of fucking liquid. You never know what may shenanigan. What? Oh. Ah, my brain's squishy. Hola! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. about where my Spanish is. Bienvenidos a tres. Que es, uh, que es stars? It, like a twice or something? Or I, I forget how it is in. Tres stars podcast! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Three Stars Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Samantha. I'm here with my two wonderful bros, uh, Sir William. And uh, it's Senor Senor Guillermo. Senor is Mister. Mister. So yeah, that's why I thought of that. So Sir William and Judas Priest Brad Gent say hello. Judas Priest, hello. What's up? Uh, Estrella. (laughs) Tres estrella. Si. Nos tres estrella. We are Three Stars Podcast. We are uh, a podcast that reviews crappy Yelp, Google, TripAdvisor, Facebook, any review that you find on restaurants. We're here to squash them like bugs and to also educate you on how to write a proper Yelp review. And we're also here to you know, point out that there are three sides to any Yelp review story. Um, today, we're going to be talking about... Oh, lo siento. My script is wrong. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about Cinco de Mayo since we're readily approaching it. What yeah, we're right say? on top of it. Yeah. Um, we have done a Cinco de Mayo uh, 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 episode, season two, episode 18 before. But, you know, it's always fun to go and review uh, reviews and, and to go back and hit up holidays and such as that. Yeah, so we're like Hollywood. We don't do anything original. We just do we remakes. Just, yeah, we, we just rewrite our scripts. Yep. <laughs> Yep. So that's what we're going to be ranting about today. Please make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok, Twitter, uh, and give us that cute little heart, a like. Go ahead and share with all of your friends, all of your non-friends, people that you don't like, people that you quasi-like. I don't know. Just share the damn podcast. Okay, guys? Come on now. Let's do it. And um, on the podcast platforms, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave us a review, please. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to beg you to leave us a review because I do it every episode and nobody does it. Oh. Do we have any shout outs today, guys? Yo. Uh, yes. Yo. That's I in Spanish, right? Oh. I, oh. I, I have a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to shout out uh, our friend Kate Gerwin. She was on boop, boop. a few episodes ago. I mean, this woman, it, like, if she wasn't awesome already, she's just out there racking up even more awards. She doesn't ever stop. And, and this is already going to be like, this episode will come out like a month after it happened. But she went and uh, won Bartender of the Year at the Bar and Restaurant Expo in Las Vegas. Nice. I mean, when she shared like the the finalists like a couple weeks leading up to it, and you just you don't know that you're going to get it and then they announce your name i mean i'm i'm super happy for her i just think that's you know just another amazing uh notch on her nikes good job kate another swoosh on her nikes swoosh Uh, i want to shout out to my boss howie for uh just being fucking solid dude overall and just like giving me support yeah, I don't know if you listen to the podcast Whoa. yet or not. But Jock like, support? Yeah, yeah, support where it counts. Nice. He's Good a game. huge athletic supporter. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, so yeah, no, I just uh, I've been inspired to you know get my uh, kind of get my ducks in a row in terms of business. You know, I feel like that this opportunity right now is just like kind of like, awesome for me to like kind of see how businesses are actually like the more business end of the bar situation you know like cost analysis things of that nature so like uh rather than just slinging tequila at people dude that is amazing yeah what? I, well i just think that everybody in the restaurant like whenever managers make decisions the average hourly employee does not understand the, yeah. why those decisions are made and i think it's it is important that they're able to see what the managers see so that they can understand the process. Yeah. That's awesome that he's doing that with you. Cool. Yeah. Yay, Howie. Thank you. 
I'm going to shout out my bestie, and I use the term bestie in a lovely, sarcastic way um, because, as some of you may know, one of my besties passed. So, uh, But this bestie I work with, and um, we didn't get off to a great start when I first started, but I, like deep down inside, I knew that this was somebody I could really connect with and be good friends with, and we're slowly getting there. I don't want to ruin anything that we're building by saying too much but bestie you're my bestie oh and i think you're the bestest i've loved like hearing about the blossoming of this relationship too i seriously i'm just gonna be really honest this this person is very much like me and is guarded right at the gate and um right out of the gate and and um very distant with meeting new people because obviously when you're guarded and you're distant you've been hurt in the past and you don't want to get hurt again uh, but this person I have a lot of respect for you know she's a hard-working mother a hard-working um, liquor store owner a hard-working server she's and she's got a heart as big as the ocean so she's amazing so did you know they just found another ocean like like a what a planet-sized ocean like it's like a it exists like in between layers in the Earth's surface, it's like a spo- yeah. There's like this spongy layer. I was just reading about yeah, it. It's uh, it's where Namor. Lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> before we shake <laughs> these Ocean. maracas, we're gonna go ahead and start with a drink. Brad, what are we drinking today for Cinco de Mayo? We are drinking sangrita, Ooh! a traditional Mexican beverage, uh, and it's basically just a, it. It's a chaser essentially. Hmm. So really, yeah, for tequila. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh, yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, we're going to be sipping rather than rocking shots of tequila. Yeah, we're, you I know, can't. It, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a it's sip and sip. 11.30 on a fucking Monday. So. Hey, that didn't stop us, you know, to prior or prior it's days. True. It's true. But I have voice lessons at 3.30, yeah. so no. And I'm already half dead, so. <laughs> oh. All right, shall we go ahead and move this uh, episode forward and start with some appetizers? Bill, do you want to take the first one, sweetie? I will. Let's do it. This is uh, El Beso Mexican restaurant and cantina. It's uh, four stars overall. Greenfield, Wisconsin, the show me state. Yes. Uh, four circles on TripAdvisor. Ooh. So, and this is from May of 2013. Uh, no Cinco de Mayo specials at all. Great happy hour every other day. Okay. Uh, their daily happy hour from three to six is awesome. Great prices on margaritas and beer. For Cinco de Mayo, people were. We're expected to pay full price with no single special offered. This doesn't seem right. It's a fun day. You'll keep popu- you'll keep people longer with some sort of specials. With lots of Mexican restaurants to choose from in Milwaukee, it would be nice if these places showed their appreciation for you picking their place on such a fun celebratory day. Okay, let me just first off Boo. say um, uh, this this holiday is made larger by us Americans. So uh, you like don't don't think that everybody should participate in it, especially a Mexican restaurant. You know, I like I'm sorry. Yeah, you don't you, get mad at people for not celebrating like Passover or fucking Yom Kippur or whatever. Or, or you know? Ramadan. Where are your Passover specials? Uh, yeah. Well, the angel of death does not yeah. come to your house. Yeah. Did you put any lamb, lamb's blood on your door? Uh, so yeah, don't <laughs> don't get upset that while you expect us Americans to celebrate this holiday, this restaurant, El Beso Mexican Restaurante y Cantina, no. What happened? <laughs> I just said no. Uh, so what's funny is I'm, is I'm over there <laughs> making these drinks, and I'm hearing Bill like reading <laughs> the review, and he says, Milwaukee. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yo, there's a Mexican city named Milwaukee. <laughs> You're so pretty. Aww. <laughs> that was really good, though, because I seriously was like, man, that's a really good native, you know, tongue there, buddy. Native American tongue. Uh, so I, I got to say, Samantha, you said it right. Like Cinco de Mayo is, again, made bigger by Americans' desire to just take any other cultures holiday and turn it into a drinking holiday. Now, it is definitely big within the the Mexican American culture. It, you know, like Cinco de Mayo is is huge. I mean in in Denver, 
we used to say like basically go anywhere on federal during Cinco de Mayo, and I mean, there's like oh, yeah. car parades going on, and you know, all the all the bars there are doing fun things. But in general, this is also one of those holidays, like St. Paddy's Day, when Ugh. if you if you go out for St. Paddy's Day, you're not really finding quote unquote specials in yeah. the discounted term that you're talking about. You might like you might have, you know, like uh, a cheap shot in a beer kind of a thing yeah. or a car bomb thing or something like that. But generally speaking, it's one of those holidays that is a drinking holiday. People are going out for it. We've got you. We're charging you. Yeah. Yep. Right. I mean, the bar that I worked at for St. Patty's did I think they, they did like ninety grand that day. Jesus. Uh, right. So that's like three months worth of your your regular sales. Yeah. So they are like Wikipedia says that uh Cinco de Mayo generates beer sales on par with the Super Bowl. Well yeah. it, it is more popular in the United States than in Mexico. I believe there it. There you go. Yeah, it's probably like the top grossing day for Corona. Dos Equis, Tecate, Pacifico, Dos XX. Dos XX. Sweetheart, Dos XX. Yeah, you know, it's just holidays like this really, they do bother me. I can't stand St. Paddy's Day because I have red hair and everybody is like, oh, you're not wearing red or green. We're going to pinch you. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm actually legitimately Irish. Please don't. Just don't. Right. Pinch me and I will smack the shit out of you. Um, and the Irish don't even really celebrate St. Paddy's Day, just like the Mexicans don't really celebrate Cinco de Mayo. And you nailed it on the head, Brad. These holidays are dumb, American, exaggerated holidays so that we can just have one more excuse to go out and get shit-faced. Yeah, I'll you drink like, to that. So, yeah, oh, yeah, I'll drink. What tequila are we drinking here, babe? Uh, we are drinking Doña Loca Reposado. D- what is Doña? Do we know what Doña means Doña in Espanol? Doña is, is Donna. Crazy Donna? Yep. Crazy Donna? Crazy, <laughs> Crazy Donna. Donna Posado. Um, and this tequila is actually, uh, this brand is owned by the uh, the upcoming new head chef over at Casa Bonita. No way. Yep. No, it's not. Yes, nice, it is. Nice Huzzah! Nice. Yep. That's cool. I didn't know that I, was a thing. Yeah, I'm trying to get her on the show. Yeah, I, keep like, trying. Yeah, She's really trying. busy right now. They're going to well, be opening yeah, soon. They're, they're opening in like, like a month. Yeah, yeah. Not even. she's really busy. Um, So, you know, this person, for you to be, like, I understand that you expect, you know, places to have Cinco de Mayo uh, specialties. Please, again, 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 everybody, if you want to know exactly what's going on in the restaurant world and a particular a restaurant that you want to go to give them a call pick up the damn phone and call them hey are you having Cinco de Mayo specials today oh you're not bummer okay thanks and it saves you the trip it saves you the headache it saves you the time and it saves you from leaving a shitty review and being let down because that's what really this is it's a shitty review you say that the daily happy hours from three to six are awesome great price on margaritas and beer then just go to the regular happy hours then Stick to that. Don't you like call ahead and be like, oh, you're not doing single to mile stuff? Okay, cool. Stick to the regular happy hour. I'm going to give you one star because you just suck. I'm going <laughs> to give you one star as well because I agree with really everything you just said. Uh, and I, I, I want to additionally point out that uh, El Beso means the kiss. And that this review was, what, 2013. It is now 2023. That restaurant is still open. So nice. what you think a restaurant has to do in order to, to do good business and stay in business, uh, you're wrong because the place is still going. So. <laughs> They're still kicking. Yeah. Bill? Uh, yeah, one star. So stupid. So stupid. <sighs> one star all around. All right. <laughs> Let's move into our next segment, which is one of my favorites. Behind Bars with Bill. that like your super gringo voice <laughs> um this is uh this is actually a good that uh reviews a good segue into what i want to talk about and this is something that is like I, I feel like i brought this up before but this is consistent and it keeps it keeps happening it's not i don't see anything getting better but like menus 
And like for that segue, like this answer to this question would most likely be addressed on the menu. <laughs> so I'd be even willing to bet there's fucking Cinco de Mayo menus out or, you know, there would be uh, St. Patty's Day menus out. You know what I mean? If nothing else, it's just like, no, man. Like, so this happens to me often uh, because we do have, uh, where I work now, we have, you know, your national domestics, a couple of those guys on on tap, hashtag PBR. Um, but we also are a brewery. <laughs> so, like, we, the majority of our beers are brewed on site. So I've gotten kind of salty about it. You know, it's like, okay, uh, do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have this? No, but you know what? I do have a menu, a menu. that will answer all those fucking questions. It's like, stop wasting my time. And in particular, it's, uh, you know, like, especially with the QR codes nowadays, it's almost like, Oh man! I can't, like it, it's it's a bittersweet situation, you know what I mean? But like most of the stuff can be found online, but that also also means that like you need to keep track of that QR code. You know what I mean? If you're at a place like a beer hall or a fucking I don't know what what else <laughs> like a food hall, you know, like a lot of these new concepts that are opening up lately, there's a lot of freedom to move around. So it's kind of on you. So if you order a drink through your phone and then you fucking leave wherever you ordered that drink from like it's just it's super frustrating to me like you just you make the job so much more difficult than it needs to be you know what i mean like the the food hall is a concept though that not that it's new but because it is increasing and so more people are starting to see what they are it is a little like it's something that people need to get used to also and uh, you know don't put don't put menus in the fucking beer trough or in my well either like mm. i it makes me so mad dude like i can't tell you how often it happens and like this is what really like drove it home for me yesterday or you know th- this topic i just, i think it was before like i was before shift or something and i was eating and uh this lady walks up with her with her you know fuck trophy like in tow and <laughs> There's the menu is on three different TVs at this restaurant I'm sitting in front of, and I mean they're big TVs, dude. And she's just like, "I need fries. Do you have fries here? I need fries." And she's like, fucking panicked over this, dude. And I'm like, it's like the fifth thing on the menu, you know. And I'm just, I just was sitting there watching it, and I just couldn't help but think, I was just like, God, this is so pathetic, dude. Like, you can't do anything for yourself. Like, what's the, the, it's what's right the, in front of your face. Like, what's the game show? Uh, the survey says, like, what? Family oh, Family Feud. Feud. Family Feud. <laughs> it'd be funny Let us if, see fries. It'd be funny if you just like turned around to the screen. Ding! And be like, well, and it's, a, it's the same thing with the restrooms, dude. Like, it's a big-ass sign. And then people are like, where are the restrooms? And I'm, I, I just point now. Like, I'm just like, dude, <laughs> take two seconds to assess the situation for yourself. Like, I am not here to hold your hand. Like, I'm here to help for sure. But, like, if I have to answer these same basic questions that for everybody, I'm never going to make any fucking money, dude. Like, read the fucking menu, please. So the QR code thing that you brought up, I had a couple come in the other day, and actually this guy came in. It was his second day in a row, and now he's with a different woman on the second day. Oh, nice. Um, and so the first day he came in, didn't order anything. He just sat there like in this deep conversation with this woman, didn't order anything. And then finally one of my coworkers was like, so like, they're not ordering anything. It, like, Is there a point that I can ask them to leave? I was like, I yeah. will ask yeah, them to that's leave. That's loitering, dude. Yeah. Well, like I went over and I was like, I was like, hey guys, you know, can I get you anything? They're like, oh no, you know, we're gonna be heading over to the show. I was like, all right, well, if you're in here, you do have to order. Uh, but anyway, so the guy comes in like the next day and asks for a menu, and I pull out, you know, our QR code menus, and no shit, like that's all we have. Yeah. And he's like, oh, do you have a a regular menu? And I was like, well, I might be able to find. I like we have one laminated menu that is literally just a printout of exactly what you would see online and it is still in the same size as it prints out from your phone (laughs) so I, i was like let me see if i could find it he's like yeah that would be great and so i find it and i go and i hand it to him and it's literally just like laminated with a hole punch in it and like a binder ring like connecting all the pages and i hand it to him and he just looks at it and he leans back with his arms crossed. Yeah. <laughs> and just and and lets the woman that he's with like actually read it and read it to him and and place the order. I'm like, 
Get the fuck out of here. What a tool. I mean, you're on your phone all day for absolutely everything else. And now... Yeah. It is kind of weird. It's weird to me. And then just like people acting like they don't know how it works you know what i'm saying like the, the people that sit there at the table and just like stare at you and it's like cool like it's a bar like you come like i'm not gonna come out there like you know like unless we have like we have servers and they, we use toast so they use handheld handhelds and stuff you know what i mean but it's like i'm not gonna come all the way out of my way it's way more effective for you to walk up to, to take two minutes Look at the menu yourself. Walk up to the bar. What can I get you? This is, should not be a fucking fifteen minute conversation. Like, and it's it's just crazy. And especially you know like things are getting back to normal ish. I guess if there ever was a normal, and uh, it's it's just I don't know. I think it's super fucking inconsiderate to sit there and be like, well, do you have this or do you have this? Or do you have, especially when the menu is right in front of you, and it's just it's, I, I get it. I've 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 ran into it. I feel like often because I've worked in. You know, I worked in breweries and I've worked in uh, distilleries where you have like very specific shit. Like when I worked in, you know, at Archetype, can I get a Coors Light? No, you can get any one of these gin-based cocktails or any of these vodka-based cocktails, but you, we don't even have beer, dude. Like, and people just—it's so weird to me. It's—it's like—it's like the, like the review thing, like trying to resolve things. Like, just be proactive. Like, even check out the menu before you go. Especially if you're looking for Cinco de Mayo specials, like it's just it's just kind of silly, dude. And like right now, we don't have a happy hour menus right now. It works, which I think is a little silly. Um, but like I go back and forth on it, and it's like it's not like our happy hour is that complicated. It's like a dollar off or anything, but it's like people need this menu so they cannot read it. You know, <laughs> like but if you have to at least print it out and have it, like so they could just fucking blatantly ignore it. <laughs> like it's it's just crazy to me. I don't know, and it it, it just I haven't seen. In, especially since we've been doing the podcast, I pay attention to more and more of this shit, but I just, I haven't seen this behavior get any better. I feel like it's just getting worse. People are just like deer in the headlights. You know, you can have the fucking menu projected on the wall like 50 feet tall and it's not going to make any difference. No. Well, and especially when you put a menu in front of them and then they still don't even bother to look down at the menu and they look up and they're looking at your beer taps like, you know, what do you have? What do you have right. on tap? And, and especially if you're in a brewery like, you know, I like I work I for a, a brewery and all of the tap handles to the average person look exactly the same. Yeah. Right? Like it's they're very hard to read. You can't it's not like you recognize a Bud Light tap handle, you recognize a Coors Light tap handle, like you recognize Right. The, the, it's it's not that way and like to sit there and like stare at the tap handles as though you can like divine some sort of like name of the beer that you want. Right. is kind of silly to me okay here's the menu i'm literally putting it in front of you and i'm going to guide them i'm still going to ask them what style of beer they enjoy and try to get them somewhere but depending on how busy i am like right. if i'm just getting my ass kicked if i'm three deep i'm not fucking doing that for everybody you know like you right. can listen to me like when i have that conversation once i'm not doing it eight thousand times like Especially when you can just read it. Especially yeah. when you can just read it from your phone. You can you literally order it from your phone at this point. You know, it's fucking wild. Like, oh, you guys probably use Toast to, the, do, to yeah. the point where you can order from your phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's such an interesting thing to me. Like the well, idea that's that what I'm talking about. Like you have to acknowledge. Like, okay, cool. You just ordered that from like like I don't know where you are. Like I have a ticket with your name and your order on it. That's all I have. So like, if you drift off from your table, like... right? And yeah, because that's actually one of the cool things that I do. I do think is neat if you have to order from your phone and you do it from Toast. Wherever you scan the QR code from, that's what prints out. It it acknowledges your seating position and your table, and that's where yeah. that's where it's going to come to. Yeah. And if you decide that, you know, you're going to go wander around. Or you're going to move that QR code that has this, the table number on it. Like I can't, Oh, they're not stuck to the tables? Not presently, uh, but I, I'm working on that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's it's super. And, like, I can't tell you how often, like, people just, just move it or throw it on the ground. Or, like, just there'll be a stack of these table tents with the QR code and, like, these five tables pushed together. I'm like, I don't know where anybody is or what anybody, I don't know who you people are. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So it's it's I don't know it's uh, I think it's gonna keep changing you know uh, especially since COVID like there's m people are more interested in streamlining the service situation the service side of it I think 
Um, and so it's, I, I don't know, it's, it's like a big, it's hard for me to put it into words, but it's like a social contract at this point. You know what I mean? Like if you're coming into bars and restaurants and you're ordering from the QR code or just be like, just try it, man. Just try a little bit. Don't expect me to fucking hold your hand the whole way. Like it's just make a decision for yourself, you know, like take some initiative, pay attention. Cool. That's it. That's, That's good. One. That's a good one. Um, thank you, Bill. I appreciate that. You know, to touch on it, I, I, I too get irritated with, with just the fact that like menus aren't updated and oh, that's, a, that's another side of it for sure. Yeah, and, like, um, the QR code is such an issue in a society uh, where we are on our phones constantly where, you know, 24 seven, we are on our phones right. for whatever reason. And people just still refuse, um, where I'm working, we, uh, we're a bit more corporate and, um, we do have printout menus. We have very few, but most of our stuff is, you know, through QR code. And the corporate comes into play when something needs to be changed on the menu. It's easier to do it online than it is to get it printed. They take forever yeah. to get new printed menus. We will go for months with our beer, our draft selection not updated, with our sandwiches not updated. And it's just, you know... I don't know who made the executive decision. I was really grateful for it. But either my head chef or one of my managers finally said, no more menus. None. Yeah. We can change things faster on a QR code yeah. than we can on a menu, especially when our corporate takes a time and a half to get us fucking new menus printed out because that's such a hard thing to do. Um, well, and the, the one thing that's... You know, as soon as you get your new menus, like you something ate, changes you again, we eighty six something. I'm out of wants it. That one you know, thing. Um, so, but but the 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 QR code point is, you know, it's easier for us to stay on top of the QR code menus, but like for some weird reason, people are still resisting it, and yeah. I just I don't understand. I don't understand that. And you're right, people do have this weird mentality. I remember working at the Aloft Hotel where my tap handles, and there were only five taps on draft, were right in the middle of the bar, and people would come right up in front of my handles and say, what do you have on tap? It's like, it's right in front of you. You can read, can't you? Don't ask me to list everything. Can I get a red wine? You know what? Fine. Here's your fucking red wine. Well, I wanted a Pinot Noir. Well, why didn't you say a Pinot no, Noir? I have said. a Pinot Noir. Why didn't you look at the menu? What do you have on tap? Like, it has been a consistent this is this is a you know consistency is key in our industry. This is what the public have been consistent about, which is us having to spoon feed them yeah. certain things in in our industry. You know, you don't walk into a mechanic shop and say, "Hey, man, how much is an oil change?" Yeah, hey, man, that's my favorite. How much is you know how much is getting you know my radiator flushed? How much are new spark plugs? How much you don't ask the mechanic more like more accurately you don't say hey how much do you charge for a radiator flush Ooh, 120 dollars. okay well, you, i guess i'll just have an oil change right yeah. like you know and, and that's yeah that's the other thing yes but i mean it's it's you're absolutely right the qr code struggle is still a struggle between us and the customers like three and, years later dude right it's fucking wild and it is easier everybody please hear me it's easier for us to stay on top of our QR code menu than it is for paper menus. So if we don't have paper menus... And it's more sustainable. Right. If we don't have paper menus, there's lots of reason why. Just just stick with the QR code, please. Just stop, stop being a Karen. Uh, okay, let's go ahead and move on to the main course. Who wants to read the main course? Me! Yay! El Veracruz Mexican Restaurant. Four stars overall. Pineville, North Carolina. Two circles by TripAdvisor. This was uh, May of 2016. Um, very underwhelming. We went for Cinco de Mayo, and it was our first visit. Granted, we went on the busiest time of the year. It was not an experience my party of four enjoyed. First off, there were no Cinco de Mayo specials. Six fifty for margaritas, really? I ordered one, and honestly, I felt like I was drinking a virgin lemonade. The food was eh, but pricey. They had very, very, very loud uh, American band playing American music on this quote-unquote holiday. That was weird and killed the Cinco de Mayo vibe. It didn't take long for us to get our food, but it took about 30 minutes to get our check after we were completely done eating. I, I kept having to get another server's attention because we barely saw ours. Won't be back. Okay. Gents, let's go. That's a pretty seething review right there. Yeah, um... First and foremost, you stated that you went on the busiest time of the year, yet you're complaining about your yeah. your 
ticket time, your average time of being there, yeah, you just you just ratted yourself out. Don't fucking complain then. Just don't. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of shitty. Yeah, like I understand it takes a while to get shit. You win on the busiest day, one of the busiest days of the year. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Well, six fifty dollars, six dollars and fifty cents for a margarita. That's cheap. We should go bad. there, guys. Yeah, it's not that North bad. Carolina, here we come. You know, and I mean, for them to this is this is of course 2016, right? So it's uh, seven years ago, or you know, 20 in Bill time. Um, I don't even know, but <laughs> Bill years. Six fifty for a margarita back then may have seemed pricey. I don't think so, though. I don't it think seems so. Totally reasonable to me. I don't think so. But I guarantee you, like today, that margarita is probably ten bucks. Yeah. yeah. Right. Maybe. Yep. Maybe nine if you're lucky. But at least, at least they acknowledge that they went on, you know, Cinco de Mayo. Right. Like at least they're like. You yeah, know, but then they're backhanding it with. Yeah. It right. took forever to get our bill. Right. Granted, we went at the busiest time of the year, but fuck them anyway yeah. for all of these things. For us having to wait. And your stupid American band playing loud, uh, traditional Mexican music. Look, I'm sorry. Once again, this is not an American holiday. It is a Mexican holiday that the Americans have taken and made it into their holiday. So what do you expect? And you're in North Carolina. Yeah, actually, you're not in Texas. You're not in yeah. New Mexico. You're not in Colorado. You're in North Carolina. You're not even in the panhandle of Florida. Right. So, And actually, they said it's very, very, very loud American band playing American music oh, Ameri- on the holiday. There you so go. they're not playing. They're not they're playing not, traditional so like, Mexican music. So, like, you went out. On Cinco de Mayo, you paid six fifty, which is a very reasonable price for a margarita. It's an American band in North Carolina. Yeah, right. You're not in the Southwest. It, it is kind of weird. It's, it's right? a weird review. Yeah, like I, I don't, I really don't know what Your this person expects. Expectations are too high. Yeah, and they were failed to be met. You need to get over it. Yeah, I, I, I like we won't be back. Good, don't go back. You don't need to go back there. You don't need to be back. This is this is yet another place that um, again still in business. You know, I just yep, I just I'm went to their, at their website. Menu. Not I'm only that, at the menu right now. but they have they have two locations, so they're doing well. Yeah, I'm trying to find the cost of a margarita right now, and all I see is food, and they have a very extensive food menu. That's why I was Holy silent smokes. at first, really quickly too. I kept scrolling down and scrolling down. This is like a a, a Pete's not Pete's Kitchen. Uh, uh, this is like a Sam's number three menu. It just keeps going and going and going. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> so, yeah, it. Um, yeah, I was hoping to find the price of a margarita. Yeah. I. You know, I, I, I. one star. I have no patience for people like this. I really don't. Yeah, one star. Yeah, one star. All right, good. All right, shall we take a break so I can compose myself and then we come back to happy hour? <laughs> Calm down a little bit. <laughs> Seriously, I have no patience for people like this. I'm yes. tired of it. We, we will take deep breaths. Okay, yeah. We'll and, be right back, guys. And sip tequila. Yes, yes. We work in bars that get three stars. I'm not your minion. Fuck your opinion. Fuck your three stars. Hey. Hey guys, guess what time it is? Mm, time is it. It's, it's a three stars podcast. Happy hour. It's a three stars podcast. Happy hour. It's a three stars podcast. Happy hour. Let's get Cinco de Mayo on. We should have looked it up in Spanish. I did. That's what I was thinking right before <laughs> like, yeah, I like started. We're sitting there singing it. I'm like, oh, how do you do this oh, in Spanish? We should have learned more Spanish given our trip Don't to Mexico. Don't we this. I le- I've learned a lot. How about when you? When I say we, you. I mean you. You should learn more <laughs> Spanish. Uh, okay. So we are drinking sangrita. Now, um, I should mention really quickly that this has been on the list of things for us to drink for a long time, and I'd completely forgotten about it. And I was reminded of it because uh, Bill and I went and got ourselves yet another title. Um, I don't know what the actual title is. Though. I know, but I really want to know. <laughs> I have to. I have to go back and look at our emails. Um, but Bill and human. I, what? Cumin. What? Cumin. Oh no! Oh. I thought uh, you said human. I was yeah, like, I'm like yes, technically. I'm over here <laughs> sipping the sangria, trying Con- to figure out what's in it. Congratulations, Bill! You just got the title of human. 
Uh, no, so uh, we did a class that uh, from uh, it, it's not necessarily from Academia uh, Patron, but it is uh, it is it is presented through them, and it is the Consejo Regulador del Tequila, which is the CRT, which I'm not going to keep butchering the Spanish, but the CRT is a nonprofit organization that basically keeps track on all the regulations of tequila and they offer a course and a certification to any bartenders people within the service industry to uh, be certified in knowing and understanding tequila and one of the like I, I had said hey bill like bill loves tequila and mezcal i was like i was like you really need to take this class i'm gonna take it and like you love this stuff so much you should learn more about it so um so we did this class together it's three and a half hours for two days um and i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i think we learned a lot of stuff that that yeah, they basically walk you through the whole process from start to finish, and it's like it's interesting, you know what I mean? And like the difference between mezcals and tequila, like all the just the little nuances of it, you know. I'm just like, wow, I didn't know any of that. I didn't know any of it either. Like the CRT was formed in 1994, and and it like basically, you know, tequila had been around for a really long time, but then they were like, hey, we need to like really dial this in so not just anyone can willy nilly do their tequila thing and you know we're gonna we're gonna make laws around it you know a lot like the u.s did with bourbon was to create laws around how bourbon and rye and and all these things would be taken that it's an american product similarly with tequila it is a product of mexico you cannot call it tequila anywhere else in the world and there are a lot of international governing bodies that that help uphold those laws one of the things that uh, that was talked about was the early days of drinking tequila in terms of modern cocktail culture. And it was that in the early 1900s, when the Spanish flu hit Mexico, tequila production was was garbage. Not that it was garbage. It wasn't. It wasn't good. It was. Yeah. There was no like set way of doing it. There was no regulation on the process, and and it was just not consistent. You weren't guaranteed a good product. Same thing in the U.S. and pretty much everywhere else in the world. You just weren't guaranteed good products. Um, and what happened is in when Spanish flu hit in Mexico. The doctors were actually recommending a shot of tequila to yeah, to I help remember, you feel better, to help you know, quote unquote. It was it was considered a a cure or a medicine for the Spanish flu, like most alcohol was. It was used as a medicine because what does it do? It makes you feel better, mm-hmm. right? So, um, back then, because it wasn't good, they would recommend that you take a lick of salt that you take your shot of tequila and then you suck on the lime. And essentially that lick of salt was meant to uh, salivate your mouth, to coat your mouth so that when you take the shot of tequila, it eases in a little bit. And then you suck on that lime to help with the bite of the tequila as well. Hmm. Additionally, people then started creating other ways of drinking their tequila so they had this uh you know they had this shot and now a chaser and the the chaser comes in around like the 1920s and it's called sangrita now originally according to the class that we took originally you would get like a slice of lemon and lime and the sangrita itself was just orange juice and chili powder that's all it was as time goes on and it becomes more popular, especially like getting up into the 50s, then it really starts to change quite a bit. People are adding in like tomato juice and and they're putting the lemon juice and lime juice in. They're doing salt and pepper. And it actually almost like starts to turn more Bloody Mary-ish yeah. chaser. That's more than, what I was expecting. Right. So the color though, like if you were to get one now, you will probably get some sort of tomato juice uh, product mixed with orange juice and, you know, some some seasonings, chili powder for sure, like 
you know, it has got to be in there. Um, a lot of people will put pomegranate juice in it because you do want to put something in there that's going to sweeten it a little bit. So you're not just drinking like this super sour chaser. Um, and Samantha, like when we were in the in the break there, you were trying to figure out what that other thing was. And and the look on your face was was a little like, I, I don't know that I like this. But I didn't have pomegranate juice. I didn't want to put sugar in it, which is an option. I didn't want to put honey or agave in it, which is also an option. So I was looking for what kind of sweetener I could put in. And it is the juice from the Luxardo cherries. Oh, look at that. No, I do like that. So That's interesting, though. But there's something. I think it's the chili that's it's going to be the smoke from the chili powder, maybe that is that that throws you off a little mm-hmm. bit. Also, the expectation yeah. based on the color, the expectation is that this is a tomato juice drink, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right? Because it does look like you're getting a bloody back or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like uh, to me, to me, this is fun. Like the to have something like that's that's just a little bit different to like sip sip tequila. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like to sip hard spirits i i like more and more i don't like super sweet things you know we talked about it in the last episode with uh the glass slipper i I don't like super sweet cocktails but i do like i like i was talking to my brother yesterday i like just you know knocking back some whiskey or some straight tequila but having like a good non-super sweet chaser that is like that you can just sip on Mm-hmm. Especially summertime. Yeah. Like, this is good stuff. Hmm. That's well, lovely. Yeah, cheers. Cheers to the history on that. Yeah. Oh, Mm-mm. I love chili powder, too. Nice. I think, like, the chili powder aroma to me, yeah. like, when you're drinking it. That is really good. It's just good stuff. And then to not have it be, like, a a super sweet or tomato-y yeah, chaser. It's super balanced. Yeah. So it's unique cocktail. I'm glad we did that. A unique did I say everything that had gone into it, or did we say that during the break? Uh, or uh, so in this one: orange juice, lemon juice, lime juice, chili powder, and uh, and the maraschino cherry juice is what I used as a sweetener. A lot of people use pomegranate juice or uh, or a grenadine. Okay. Was it maraschino cherry, or did you? Use, was it? Yeah, it was the Luxardo, Luxardo. maraschinos. Okay. Yeah. All righty, shall we go ahead and move to the desserts? The desserts. Dessert. Yeah. Who's reading this one? I mean, I can. Go for it. I always feel bad about like how the timing of this. Whatever. Uh, this is from Cabo Cantina. Ooh, ouch. They have an overall 2.5 stars. They are in Los Angeles, California. This is a two-star review on Yelp from May of 2013. I came out for Cinco de Mayo. The crowd was fun. The space is a little awkward since it gets narrow near the bar in the back. There were girls at the front door selling cheaper beer if you had cash. We watched a girl fight break. Oh, we watched a girl fight break out. Crazy. Music was meh. I was told it was a jukebox. I wasn't sure. The margarita was poured into a large cup. It wasn't anything special. It's a very bro-esque bar. I'd probably go again to watch the crowd. Go next door to the Jameson if you want to hang out. Go next door to the Jameson if you want to hang out and have a good time with your friends. The Jameson sounds like my kind of bar. Uh, yeah, but I I always hate that. Like, stop like pitching the other place. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's in true. a review. Like that's just such a it's rude. shit. Like, you cannot like a place, but stop stop pitching the place next door or the you know the place across town or what whatever the place is that you like better just review the place place. yeah yeah i like that the they commented on the girl fight yeah (laughs) (laughs) crazy (laughs) music was meh told it was a jukebox wasn't sure if it was a jukebox go fucking juke the box Yeah. yeah you just seem disappointed altogether about this place it just wasn't your cup of tea so you just nitpicked at everything um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The margarita was poured into a large cup. I mean, I can see like that. I get that. that. Yeah, that kind of sucks. I, not on Cinco de Mayo when you people getting shit faced. You don't want your glassware breaking. Yeah. No, no, no. But I mean, like, if it, was, I'm saying, like, if it's a margarita in a 16 ounce versus a 
10 or 12 ounce, it's going to taste weak, right? So it's not going to. True. It, you know, because again, you're getting more mix. You're not getting, getting more, more tequila. Alcohol. Yeah. So. Wasn't anything. It's a very bro-esque bar. Well. I, I love that I know what they're talking about. Yeah. I mean. term. Yeah. Thank you for that definition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's detail right there. Bro. Yeah. I, that I, sucks. This place has 2.5 stars overall. That's kind of funny. Well. That's sad. Yeah. I don't know. It's in my opinion, it's an eh review. Yeah. Nothing special. Meh. Yeah. Nothing no, I, special. I, I I like the girl fight though. Yeah. I the the cheaper beer at the front door if you have cash, always bring cash. Yeah. Always have yeah. cash. Always always have, have cash. It on yeah. I mean look Just in that, cases. And this is actually something that I'm trying to explain to where I currently work. We do not take cash. What? That's stupid. So stupid. Especially like if you do the numbers and and I mean I'm not like some fucking like I'm not a libertarian I'm not like some hardcore like oh the government's trying to fuck you blah 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 I mean, but I but I will tell you this that if you hand me fifty dollars in cash that is fifty dollars in cash if you do fifty dollars on your card that's a three and a half percent fee that I have to pay to the credit card transaction yep. company it is no longer fifty dollars right so like. Cash is still king. 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 Always carry cash. Always carry cash. Yeah. You never know what kind of caca you may find yourself in, and you might need to lunk, like a little cash on you. I keep cash hidden everywhere. There's some in my car. Don't tell everybody. There's some in my wallet. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's it's like, what if I, No, know? I I have, yeah, I have 10 bucks in my car just in case. I didn't, I, you know, I completely. That's 10 $1 uh, HJs. There you yeah. go. <laughs> I completely the, the worst kind. I completely <laughs> forgot aggressive. my ID in my wallet in my coat when I was driving home from work the other day, and Brad asked me to stop and get something at the grocery store. Luckily, I had made cash that day from work. But had I not, I have cash in my car to buy the barely minimal thing that I need to get. So yep. yeah, always have cash on you just in case. Plus, servers and bartenders like cash tips better. Yeah, we do. We do. I'm gonna give her one star. This person sucks. Oh, it's dessert. Oh, that's right. I don't have to. Yay! Yeah, no, this person could just suck all on their own. Yay! <laughs> all right. Well, cool. Check, please. What did we learn today? Uh, I learned that uh, Cinco de Mayo is not really about. Uh, it's not Mexican Independence Day. That's in September. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's about uh, celebrating uh, victory over the f- uh, the French Empire. Ooh. Uh, the Battle of Puebla. And like uh, it got super, it it got super popular during the '80s due to beer companies and uh, advertising. That's it's it's just another holiday that's just about getting riggedy wrecked. Which I mean, let's be honest, I don't really need it. I I don't need an excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if I want to get riggedy wrecked, I'll do it on my own. I'll do it. Do it on my own. Brad, what'd you learn? Um, I, I. I, I, this, I, I mean, I'm, I relearn this. I forget this all the time. And it's basically that when people go out on these holidays, they're constantly expecting something yep. special, yep. right? Like, and, and they're, they're expecting that special in the form of a, a, like, buy one, get one, discount. A, a discount, a cheaper something. Like, that, that's, that's not, I, I don't know. Like, you, when you go out for these special days, yes, that's great. If you go to a place and they have those things, I just uh, like the expectation from restaurants to give you deals and discounts and free shit. It's just out of control. It's out of control, like- and it keeps weighing on me. I like, I, and I think we talked about this either in uh, uh, we've talked about this plenty of times before. But stop asking one of the lowest profit margining industries to constantly give you free shit. Go ask Amazon to send you a canned cocktail. It's my birthday. What do I get for free on my birthday, Amazon? Yeah. Huh, Jeff? What are you going to give me for free? Yep. Yep. Yeah, um, I, you know, I agree with you. It's unfair. It's annoying. I had this past weekend on Saturday and Sunday people tell me it was their birthday and i like one guy said do you guys have like balloons or cake or anything and i was like yeah no, you're dude. at the airport man i got it i got it in my prison wallet let me just yeah. blow it up for you you're at quick. the airport dude i'm sorry I, like 
and that's absurd to me. Yeah, do I you was, have any balloons or I'm like no. Sure. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Streamers. Of I, I didn't I, know you were coming. Sorry. I got them in through security, and then the next day, <laughs> I yesterday, do have, I do have pocket glitter. Oh, I should keep pocket glitter on me. Uh, and then the next day, a lady um, said it was her birthday, and she said it very kindly and almost. And it wasn't like a, what are you going to give me for free? But it was like a, well, it's my birthday and my flight just got canceled. So now I'm on standby. So happy birthday to me. And I wanted to buy her wine for her. But then I was like, mm. yeah, happy birthday to you. Sorry. Happy birthday. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a few people come in last week and say like, oh, it's it's his birthday. And I said, congratulations. Your friends are going to buy you a drink. Great. I, it's I, my birthday in three months. I worked on my birthday, and I, like it, by the end of the night, that's how that's how that transaction. I would like give people their card and their fucking their slip, and I'd be like, "It's my birthday." And oh, <laughs> that's awesome! That's awesome. But I mean, you know, honestly, we have nobody to blame. Nobody to blame but the service industry, the restaurants themselves. Like yeah, you guys, just... the restaurants started this wheel or this little tiny snowball and it's now a ginormous snowball that is just out of control and that is not anybody's fault but the restaurant who said hey if it's your birthday we're going to give you a free shot hey you know we need more people in our business our establishment from three to six because we're not making enough in sales so we're just going to go ahead and you know buy one get one free for happy hour we'll call it happy like i'm sorry i wish car salesmen would do this i wish i wish realtors would do this oh it's your birthday you get half off your house yeah that would be sweet yeah. you know but it doesn't work like that in the rest of the world and it's again it's very sad that it's it's upon us, the lower man of the totem pole, to deal with it. I, I think it's uh, all uh, mostly due to like corporate restaurants, like back in the day, you know, like the the restaurants I could afford to just like, yeah, exactly. I'm like the fucking happy, hit. happy birthday. They say it's your day. Oh, PTSD, but that I and like I think it's more like the more in the hands of like independent uh, entrepreneurial type situations, you know, like it's there's I think the days of chilies and the fridays are going away like it's more about the forget me nots and the fucking happy accidents forget me not that's the little craft cocktail bar i want to go to in cherry creek cherry creek it's it's fucking awesome oh nice Ah. let's go yeah yeah we say that about every place when we're all together we're like yeah let's go let's go we should go i've I've been there there. it feels like being in somebody's like it feels like being in somebody's house it's wild well let's go next monday or are they open during the day uh i don't know i can say probably i'm sure I'm sure Uncle Google knows. I'm sure Uncle Google knows. I learned that um, for some reason, lime juice, lemon juice, orange juice, Luxardo cherry juice, and a little bit of um, chipotle pepper. Chili powder. Chili powder makes me think that there's cumin in there. (laughs) It made me think of guacamole. I was like, oh, this is is like guacamole. Super unique flavor. Don't you usually put chili powder in guacamole also? And lime juice, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. there you go. Yep. Ooh, we should have like blended some avocado into this. Oh. <sighs> All right, guys. On that note, we're gonna we're gonna adios. Please make sure to follow us on any social media platform that you can find us on. Please make sure to go ahead and hit that subscribe uh, button, like, love, share, and come on back. You hear? Adios, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh man, that was. We should have done adios, motherfuckers, for happy hour. Damn.